Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. It is the NFL Conference Championship episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Before I get into my plays for Conference Championship weekend, Chiefs against Bengals, 49ers against Eagles, I came across a trend recently on social media, mainly on TikTok. The sports betting portion of TikTok has come across my feed. Not a big TikTok guy, but I guess now I've been on it long enough where uh, the sports betting world on that app is getting into my feed and I learned about uh, what the kids these days are calling the 10 to 10k challenge where you bet $10 on a parlay and if it wins you roll it over to the next day and if it wins you roll it over the next day up to 10 days and if each parlay is even money then at the end of the 10 days you have $10,000 that's it it's just that easy you can turn $10 to $10,000 just that quickly Now, obviously, uh, it's not as easy as that. I tweeted uh, earlier today, early today on Wednesday. If you're on Twitter at all, if you get see my tweets in your timeline, you know I had to go to war all day today. I was in the trenches. It felt good. It's been a long time since I've gotten into the mud on Twitter, but I tweeted this morning, do people realize that the turn $10 to $10,000 challenge is the exact same thing as betting on a 10-leg parlay, which it is. That's how parlays are calculated. Parlays, now, actually, I want to start off by saying, if you do this for fun, that's completely okay. I don't give a shit how you bet. My concern is the way that they're advertised is that it's an easy way to turn $10 into $10,000, and I don't like it when bettors give bad advice. Uh, There's another guy on TikTok who does, like, 24-leg parlays. They're all, like, minus 800 prop bets for plus 125 total parlay odds, and he sells those picks. So I tweeted today, do people realize that the turn $10 to $10,000 challenge is the exact same thing as betting on a 10-leg parlay? Because it is. That's how parlays are calculated. calculated. Parlays are calculated as if you rolled through winnings through all 10 of the legs. If you were to bet $10 in a plus 100 bet, Win it, roll it over the next day. Win it, roll it over the next day. Do that 10 times in a row. You're coming out with the exact same odds and the exact same payout than you would if you were to just do a 10-leg plus 100 parlay with 10 plus 100 bets on the same day. And boy, oh boy, was that tweet controversial. I followed up with another tweet a little bit later saying, parlaying five different high percentage plays together plus 100 has the same exact chance of cashing a single plus 100 money line bet. You are not outsmarting the books. The kinds of responses I got ranged from people who were mad at me for tweeting something extremely obvious 
to people who uh, this one guy sent me a message saying you should self harm and then blocked me. <laughs> so there's a couple of I got to talk about this because I mean I literally spent my entire day arguing with people about this. And it's just math. I think where most people are getting confused is that they think if you parlay three, four, or five NBA, they're doing a lot with NBA props. NBA props are like minus 300 or minus 400 or like minus 250. If you do like a five-player prop parlay with like minus 250 odds each, and then whatever the odds are, it comes out to plus 100. That is... That has the exact same chance of hitting as just a normal plus 100 money bet on anything else. Money line, total anything. I think I think these people these people on TikTok are just taking a 10-leg parlay and stretching it out across 10 days and across 10 different mini parlays. And I think a lot of people don't understand how probability or numbers work. These aren't the numbers I'm about to say aren't exact, but it, you, you get the idea. If you have five things and there's an 85% chance of each individual thing hitting, all five hitting is an 85% chance. All five hitting would be like 50%. Now, those numbers aren't correct, but you know what I'm trying to say. If you, if you want to have a headache, go and read these responses. And I spent all day. And the people who are the most confident and who are the most mean responding to me were the people who are the most wrong. Let me see if I can find a couple of these here. Well, one of them, I think I quote tweeted one of them because is I said, I'm in the goddamn trenches today arguing with people who say odds aren't the same thing as probability. Odds quite literally by definition. Yeah, this guy tweeted to me. Again, not completely true because odds do not equal probability. Whatever the odds, that doesn't change the fact that probability of hitting a single bet 10 separate times is higher than a ticket with 10 events all winning on a single ticket. Let me repeat that. That doesn't change the fact that the probability of hitting a single bet 10 different times is higher than the ticket with 10 events all winning on a single ticket. That's the same thing. In both situations, you need 10 straight bets to hit. And for him to say odds do not equal probability, let me just Google the word odds and then definition. I felt like I was taking crazy pills today. The definition of odds, the ratio between the amount staked by the parties to bet based on the expected probability. These people are straight up saying with me while calling me an idiot that odds and probability aren't the same thing. Odds are based on probability. Yeah, there are a couple arguments, or not even arguments, but points where I, I could see just rolling over bets day after day makes more sense. Number one, if you do it that way and you get like six legs into it and you decide to just take the winnings and you can, it's probably a lot easier or it is a lot easier and you'd probably get a better uh, payout than just cash out. So if you want to do a parlay, but you want to back out six legs into the 10 leg parlay, sure, roll it over. Number two, and this is an, uh, an argument I think this Ben Carey guy made, um, is that if you spread it out across multiple days and you can find bets that have a bigger edge, but... Yeah, fair. 
first of all, these guys aren't doing that because these guys on TikTok are just betting these weird five-leg mini parlays made up of minus 300 picks. And number two, edge is kind of subjective. I'm not talking about like then, because then that turns into a conversation about which bets have value and which ones don't. That's a completely separate conversation. All I'm saying is, number one, a 10-leg parlay made up of plus 100 bets is the exact same mathematically as rolling over plus 100 bets through 10 days. The other thing I'm saying is that plus 100 bet, no matter, no, plus 100 odds is plus 100 odds. There are people who are arguing with me that plus 100 odds are different depending on the bet. I mean, yeah, sure, you might like one bet better than the other, but plus 100 odds is plus 100 odds. Plus 122 odds is plus 122 odds. Am I taking crazy pills? I don't think so, because people who I respect seem to be on my side. Most people seem to be on my side, but oh, man, if you didn't look through these tweets, I invite you to go on my Twitter and just just read the ones that I was replying to. These people are bananas. See if I can find another one here. This guy says, I would say that if it, picking a minus 800, minus 280, and minus 280, so a three-leg parlay, minus 800, minus 280, minus 280, which comes out to plus 110 odds, is usually a much better bet than picking a single underdog money line at plus 110 odds. No, it's not. It's the same. Odds are odds. Maybe you might like it better, but that's subjective. And then I have other people, like other people who are rightfully responding to my tweet saying, no shit, genius. And I'm like, yeah, right. It is no shit. Read the replies, my friend. Like I said, thankfully, the majority of people agreed with me. Some people called me jealous for some reason. Some people said I was wrong, but then refused to elaborate why I was wrong. Uh, another guy, and this is a classic argument, um, another guy just came in and randomly said that betting on favorites is a waste of money, and if you want to win money, you have to only bet on underdogs, which is crazy. Um, yeah, it was an exhausting day on social media. I've been doing dry January. This is day 25. I almost had to break it today. Yeah, sure, different sports books might have different odds. That means by their calculations, they think it's a different probability. It's a tough day. Um All right. <laughs> That's my rant about that. Listen, and a lot of people accuse me of gatekeeping or telling people not to do it or saying people are listen, bet however you want. I don't give a shit. But you should understand the way odds work, at least. You should understand... I'm afraid of people losing a ton of money following this $10 to 10K challenge because they've made it seem like it's a lot easier. If you think betting a 10-leg parlay made up of plus 100 bets is hard, this is equally as hard. I don't care what minus 400 plays you put into the mini parlays to make up the big parlay. I don't care. And if you understand that, and you know that it's a shot in the dark, and it's just fun, then go for it. I don't give a shit. God knows a lot of my bets are stupid. Anyways. Uh, that was my mini rant. That was that was what I spent my entire day doing. Let's talk. Let's talk conference championship weekend. 
last week, uh, I've crushed my spread bets in the playoffs. I am uh, four. I hit all six. So I'm ten and... Oh, the Hurricanes just won. Let's go! Overtime winner. 2-0 NHL tonight. And the Kraken are up 2-0 in the second period. I'm a Kraken holding on to their win away from a 3-0 sweep. I don't know what's going on in the NHL. I will be giving out NHL picks on this podcast after the Super Bowl. I'm thinking about turning this podcast after the football season into very mini, very short episodes that will be released first thing in the morning. A little 10 to 15 minute podcast to listen to on your way to work. Released at like 6 a.m. with my best bets for that day. And then I'm going to get into some NHL because I've been crushing NHL this season. Um, but what was I saying? Yeah, so uh, spread picks in the playoffs. I went 6-0 and week one, 11-1 overall, only missed one player prop. Sp- spread picks in, div- in uh, the divisional round, I went 3-1. Th- and one. So overall, that's 9-1 and one with my spread picks so far in the playoffs. The only spread pick I lost was on the Bengals, Bills, which I'll talk about that. When I talk about the Chiefs game. Uh, player props 0-1-3. Not a great week for player props this past week. Uh, let's see which how do I do here. Um, Mahomes under. I did hit. He did get hurt. Obviously had a ton of help with that one. Under 315 passing yards. Uh, Jalen Hurts over 15.5 rushing yards. I lost. Jamar Chase uh, over yards or receptions. Whichever way you went both lost. Uh, Dak Prescott over 215.5 passing yards lost. Uh, but I did, did hit Jags plus eight and a half. I hit Eagles minus seven. Uh, lost Bills minus four, and then hit 49ers mi- minus three and a half. So we're on to the conference championship weekend. Two games. I got one spread bet, obviously, for each, and then two player props for each game. So six picks total uh, for this week. Uh, let's get into it because I've wasted enough time. I've ranted enough on this show already. I, I hope I said everything I wanted to say about this 10K challenge. Go read my Twitter. It's a tough day. Um, All right, let's dive into it. It is the NFL Conference Championship weekend of the Bacon Bets podcast. Let's go. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. No, Lisa. The only monster here is the gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. More bacon than the pan can handle. 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 All right, let's dive into things here. We'll start with the NFC Championship game. I think last week, I think on the podcast, I said I was thinking about going to the Eagles game. I did end up tweeting. uh, My decision was to not go to the Eagles game last week because I had an epiphany that it might be a blowout. And I would be pissed at myself if I spent a ton of money on a ticket, drove all the way to Philadelphia, only for them to beat the Giants by a shit ton and for it to be a boring game. Uh, And my thinking was if the Eagles win, they'll host the NFC Championship. I'll go the next week. And boy, did that work out because that game was not exciting. The Eagles blew them out. And now they get to host the NFC Championship. I am going this week. My ticket has already been bought. I will. This is my first time ever going to the city of Philadelphia as a whole. This is my first time ever going to Lincoln. What is it? Lincoln Lincoln Financial Field. It's only my second NFL game I'll ever be at live. Uh, so if you're there, let me know. Send me a TM if you're going to be there. Now, I have had some people reach out and invite me to their tailgates. I don't think I'm going to do that because I don't think I can go to a tailgate and not drink. And as I mentioned, I'm doing dry January and I'm 25 days in. I have a 10K race in less than two weeks on February the 5th. I would break dry January early to drink uh, at tailgate and at this game if I didn't have a 10K race on February 5th. Now, you might say, Ian, a 10K race is not that big of a deal or not that long. It is to me. I am a fat fuck. I have never ran 10K. In my training leading up to this, I have not drank. I've eaten an extremely healthy diet. Um, I've, I've been running as long as I can. I ran eight and a half K a couple times. I've still yet to run 10K. This is basically a marathon for me. I am fat and out of shape. I'm trying to get in shape. This 10K was a challenge. If I drink and I fall off the wagon one week out from this race, it might derail me, and I might not be able to actually run it. So 
uh, I unfortunately think I'm just going to drive, rent a car, drive down, go to the game, come back, not drink. Um, so, hey, maybe next year I'll go to an Eagles game and be able to drink and tailgate and stuff. But looks like I'm just going to stay sober for it. Um, but shoot me a DM. If you see me, say hi, uh, for those of you going. Um, yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm excited for it. And because of that, my pick for the game is the Eagles. Now, it's not only because uh, that I'm going to be there. Uh, the line, so actually at the current line at 2.5, I, I don't know what I'd do. I might bet total. The line opened at Eagles minus 1. I jumped on it right away. That quickly moved to 2.5. Now, I will say, for my record purpose, it's at minus 2.5 because uh, bet stamp where I track my bets as the crack can go up 4 nothing. Um, I love bet stamp. They're great. I've been using them now for a year. There are some times, though, that, like, if I get in, like, it takes them a little bit, n- not even that long, but, like, a f- couple of hours between when lines open and when they actually get them on the app for you to be able to track. Um I bet it when it opened, by the time I was able to track it, the line had already moved up to minus two and a half. Now, I'm not going to post my bet slip and just go off that minus one. I'll go off the minus two and a half. The other way for me to fix this is you could actually link it up with your sportsbooks, sportsbook account, so then it does post it verified bet on your bet stamp account as soon as you actually place the bet. I don't really want to do that, though. So I'll just go with the Eagles minus two and a half regardless. But the reason being why I like the Eagles, and it's not going to be because um, I'm going to be at the game, if I was... On the 49ers, I just go to the game and pretend like I was rooting for the Eagles because I don't want to get killed. I know what you Philly fans are about. Um, the reason why I like the Eagles here, everyone talks about the 49ers defense, how good the 49ers defense is. Uh, I don't think the Eagles defense is getting enough respect. First in the NFL in opponent yards per play. First in the NFL in opponent yards per pass attempt. First in the NFL, and I think this is the most significant stat of them all. First in sack percentage, taking down the opposing quarterback on 11.4% of sacks. Their pass rush is having one of the best seasons by uh, in terms of sacks uh, that we've seen in a long, long, long time in the NFL. Nobody's really talking about it. Uh, Brock Purdy did do all right last week against the Cowboys, but I think this Eagles defense is now even a step up. Not to say the 49ers, I mean, the 49ers obviously a very good defense as well. For example, their run defense is better than the Eagles. They're right behind them in some other stats. But the the Eagles defense is very good. I think the defenses are basically wash is what I'm trying to say. So which offense do you trust more? I trust the Eagles offense. Lane Johnson had to get healthy. He did. He looked good last week. Jalen Hurts had to get healthy. He did. He looked good last week. I uh, might be surprised to, for you to know, but they actually lead the NFL in yards per pass attempt. I think they can actually expose this 49ers secondary a little bit. So I think the two defenses are a wash. I think the advantage offensively does go to the Eagles. So I will take the Eagles. I got on the minus one for record sake. Give me minus two and a half against the 49ers. Now my two prop bets, my first one, Actually, my two prop prop bets are kind of counterintuitive to my pick. I'm going to do the same prop bet for the 49ers that I did in their first game. I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey over 98.5 rushing and receiving yards. If you remember in the wildcard round against the Seahawks, it was 113. So it's 15 yards lower 
than it was in the wildcard round, and he blew past that number. Obviously, he didn't blow past that number last week. Struggled a little bit against the Cowboys. Um, but if the 49ers do have a path to victory, I think he can run all over this Eagles defense because it's the the one red flag, the one weakness of this Eagles defense. I've talked about it all season long. It's their inability to stop the run 21st and rush defense DVOA 24th in opponent yards per carry. I think this number is a little bit of no reaction to a little bit of a poor performance against the Cowboys, but I think he matches up a lot better against the Eagles. Now, we can win this bet one of two ways. There's a reason why I tossed in rushing and receiving yards, because if the Eagles get off to an early lead, he may not get as many rushing yards, and that's when his receiving yards are going to come into play instead. So if, it's kind of like a hedge bet, because if the Eagles get up early... I think he can get these yards through the air. If the 49ers win the game, it's going to be because they ran the ball successfully with Christian McCaffrey. So McCaffrey over 98.5 rushing plus receiving yards. My other prop bet is actually the opposite side of one I had last week. Last week I took Jalen Hurts over rushing yards. I'm taking under rushing yards now. Under 48.5 rushing yards because the 49ers' biggest strength of their defense is their ability to stop the run. Second in opponent yards per carry, keeping teams to... 3.4 yards per carry and hurts two games since his injury. He hasn't gone over this total 13 yards um, against the Giants in week 18, 34 yards last week. So I'll take Jalen Hurts under 48 and a half rushing yards, Christian McCaffrey over 98 and a half rushing and receiving yards, and then Eagles minus two and a half against the 49ers. Fly, Eagles, fly. I will be there. I'm very excited. Uh, the AFC Championship game. Now, i got to talk about the Bengals. Uh, hand up. Nobody looked more stupid uh, than I did on Sunday, and my mentions uh, were a tough place to be on Sunday because of that. I went on this show, on other shows, on podcasts, on radio shows, on streams, in my articles. I even titled one of my articles last week, The Bengals Aren't As Good As You Think They Are. That was the title of my net yards per play report last week. And then what do they do? They look like the best team in the world they crushed the buffalo bills uh hey sometimes your predictions are wrong i will die on the hill that the bills are still a better overall team sometimes teams play bad games sometimes teams play good games and in football what plays a massive role is game plan and that is something that makes i think handicapping football extremely difficult because I think there's more game planning and strategy in football more than any other sport especially with a week off in between games that is a long time to watch film and strategize and the uh, Bengals had a much 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 better game plan the Bills looked like absolute shit both from a coaching perspective and from a player perspective like for example the Bills kept playing zone coverage playing zone coverage on a slippery field like it's slippery when it snows is a terrible idea because you need, and when you're playing zone coverage, you need to stick your foot in the ground and accelerate to close the gaps. When it's snowing and it's slippery out there, that slows down that process quite a bit. Joe Burrow, I think uh, the status always, I think it's he completed 16 of 19 passes against the Bills when they were in zone coverage. And they just never got off it. They kept playing zone coverage all game. Offensively, they, Josh Allen just seemed like he just, I don't know. It, like they, they didn't. Their game plan was bad. Both sides of the ball. They both they played bad. 
Bengals played great and their game plan was better. Hats off to them. I still think, though, the Bills are overall a better team. Which brings me to my, to my pick. I'm going to take Chiefs. I actually tweeted this out as soon as the Bengals game was over. It was Chiefs minus one. I did not think the line was going to move towards the Bengals. It did. It went all the way to Bengals minus two and a half as of recording this podcast. I know it came down to Bengals minus one. I think at some places it even went back to Chiefs minus one. Let me see what the latest odds are right now. Yeah, you can get Chiefs minus one some places. You can get Bengals minus one some places. It is flippy flopping back and forth. Obviously, the question mark uh, is the health of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Actually, that is why I can say with pretty high confidence why the spread moved back towards the Chiefs today because he was jogging at practice. He was a full participant. He looked fine at the press press conference, didn't have a boot on. If Patrick Mahomes is healthy or at least healthy enough that it doesn't hurt his play too, too much, the Chiefs are an unbelievably good bet. I don't need to cite all the stats I cited about the Bengals last week, but you can look them up yourself. You can read my net yards per play report on BetSided. The Chiefs were a good team this year. The Chiefs were statistically the best team. And it wasn't particularly close. The Chiefs do have some issues on in the red zone. Uh, the Bengals do have an advantage in turnover margin. But overall, the Chiefs have been the much better team. Don't fall for the narrative that bet on the bet on the Joe Burrow and the Chiefs because Joe Burrow is 3-0 against the Chiefs. That's acting like every game Joe Burrow has played the Chiefs has been a blowout. It hasn't been. They've all been one-score games, if not field goal games. I believe is the regular season match of this year. I think the Chiefs were about to score to go up two scores late, and Travis Kelsey fumbled close to the goal line. The Bengals recover, go on to win. Every game that Joe Burrow has won against the Chiefs, a couple of plays, if they go the Chiefs' ways instead of the Bengals' way, way, the Chiefs win those games. Now, I will say, there is an X factor Joe Burrow does seem to bring that when it's a big game, he plays his best. That is an X, X factor that cannot be measured in stats. I do recognize that. I do think it is, exists. And if the stats were a lot were closer than they are, then maybe I'd take the Bengals because of that X factor. But the numbers aren't close enough. Let me bring up a couple just to kind of, like, let's bring up the obvious one. Yards per play. Chiefs led the NFL in yards per play this season, averaged 6.1. Bengals sitting at 10th, averaging 5.7. Opponent yards per play. Uh, Chiefs 9th, giving up an average of 5.1 yards per play. Bengals 16th, giving up up an average of 5.4 yards per play. Third down offense. Chiefs were second, converting 48.78%. Of third down opportunity, Cincinnati, fourth actually, pretty close in third down conversion rate. Um, yards per pass attempt. If Joe Burrow's that good. Kansas City's third in yards per pass attempt in the NFL. Joe Burrow and the Bengals, ninth in the NFL in the yards per pass attempt. <clears throat> I'm going to take the Bengals. And I love that the public narrative is to take, or sorry, I'm going to take the Chiefs. And I love that the public narrative is to take the Bengals. That makes me feel even better about my bet. My two prop bets for this game, I'm going to go Joe Burrow over 24.5 completions. He averages 25.8% uh, completions per game this season. That's above. That's one above the set total of 24.5. He's also recorded 29, 25 completions in the regular season game against the Chiefs. 
Uh, and the Chiefs don't give up a lot of yards through the air in terms of big chunk plays. Uh, you can look at opponent yards per completion uh, for that stat. Um, but uh, they're actually, they give up the third fewest yards per completion, only 9.2 yards per completion, but they give up a ton of completions. 28th in opponent completions per game. Teams are getting an average of 24 completions per game against them. And that fits in. That actually fits right into the way that the Bengals, I expect them to play because of their banged up offensive line. And we've seen this as they do a lot of quick developing pass plays, quick routes, quick hits, which leads to not as many yards total, but a lot of completions. A lot of slants, a lot of screens, a lot of drags. Things like that, and then they hope that the receivers can create yards after the catch. So go Joe Burrow over 24.5 completions. The other one, this one's weird to me. Jarek McKinnon under 27.5 rushing yards. He is not the primary rusher for the Chiefs. That's Isaiah Pacheco. His main role is to catch the ball out of the backfield. Obviously, that's not going to factor in rushing yards. Even last week, he had 11 carries last week. Even then, he only got 25 rushing yards. He's only surpassed 27.5 rushing yards three times all season. So for Jarek McKinnon, I'll take under 27.5 rushing yards. Joe Burrow over 24.5 completions. Chiefs minus one. And then just to recap my NFC championship picks, I got Eagles minus 2.5. Christian McCaffrey over 98.5 rushing and receiving yards. Jalen Hurts under 48.5 rushing yards. So there you have it. This has been uh, the conference championship episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. If you're at the Eagles game, you see me, say hello. I'll be sitting in section 115. Very excited for that. Very, very, very excited for that. Thank you all so much for listening. Rate this podcast, review it. I'll be back for uh, the Super Bowl, obviously. Not only do I give my Super Bowl pick, I give out a shit ton of prop bets. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and also, I believe we are rebooting, myself and Cody Williams rebooting Green on the Greens, I think, starting with the Waste Management Phoenix Open. So keep an eye out for that as well. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care. Gamble or bless. Good luck with your bets on Sunday. I'll talk to you next week. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.